And now Facebook, since last Monday afternoon, have blocked every single post I've made on Facebook. So nobody can see wow. it. Wow. Yeah. I'm not so at all this- surprised that there's, on December 19th, I'm told, there's, Twitter is planning to start using, I believe, uh, some geolocation and then other um, more severe censoring mechanisms. So uh, we've um, a bunch of people have been talking about moving over to Gab and giving that a try. I actually um, want to see about trying to get a group of people there for a few hours one day ahead of time so we can sort of figure it out together because it's so hard to find people on there when you're also on there. So I think we need to organize it. And I think maybe I'll try to do that this week with a poll or something because it's getting out of control. Same with YouTube. People are having their content demonetized and um, like strikes against them and Band and all kinds of stuff. It's really, really out of control. I'm so sorry you're like fighting that. Still, so I've well, had right, because I mean, too. this should be this should be against the law. They are controlling reporters and journalists. They can just take anybody like me and just kick me off. Don't give me a reason. Won't respond to my complaints. Nothing. I mean, they've yeah, got these platforms to, to get too. everybody on them. Pardon? That's what happened to me, too. And, you know, I think the bottom line is going to be our strength in numbers and, you know, putting by, by withdrawing our support is how we hurt them. And I, I would love to see us all successfully migrate en masse over to another platform, like not only off of Twitter, but Facebook and YouTube as well. BitChute is is ramping up. It's a new platform that doesn't censor, but you can't do live streaming yet. However, it's a great alternative to YouTube because it also doesn't do advertising, I don't believe. So um, we, we we have to really use what, you know, tools we have at our disposal. And I think, you know, we have to, to take back the steering wheel on this and decide where we're going to do business and not let them lock us in the way they have anymore. So that's infuriating. Evelyn? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm here. I, I got cut I don't off. Know what that was. Yeah, I got cut off, and um, I don't know what happened, but they mess with the radio stations. They do uh. everything. It's awful. Yeah. No, I'm on Gab. Um I've been going on Gab, um, and and I like it, but the only difference is it doesn't have an icon to put on the top of your computer like Facebook or Twitter, you know, where you can just click on it when you want to put an article or a video or something on Gab. You have to go to the site and paste it all in. Oh, yeah. Other than that, I, I don't know why they don't have that. Maybe I didn't check good enough. Maybe they do somehow, and I don't know about it. I think we really just, I think the thing to do is decide a day. I think I'm going to do a poll and I'll, I'll share it on Facebook and just pick a date and a day and like a block of time, like from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. or something on a Monday Eastern time. Let's all just go to Gab and follow each other and see what we can make happen there and teach each other as we figure it out, you know, tweet, uh, post about the things we're learning and share and, and just get a little bit of experience.
experience with it. I think that's really all it's going to take. And and getting a group of us to do it at one time, I think, will do the trick. So I'm going to make a point of that. <laughs> now, tell me on your on your page. Now, does anything I post, like I, I posted several um, things to your page, I think, today. And, of course, I posted about the radio show. Do, do you see that on your page, on your Facebook page? I I go to my when I go to my page I can see it but it's it's not showing up on my feed. Okay. Like okay. you know the home page I don't see it there but when I go to my um my own feed and I scroll through and look for it I can find it. But they're okay. definitely censoring. There's absolutely no question and I don't know if you remember seeing Evelyn on um uh, where was it? Some the where was it? WikiLeaks. I can't remember where it turned up now. But um, Hillary Clinton put in place as Secretary of State an agreement with Facebook, spending a hundred and twenty thousand dollars of taxpayer money to develop a marketing program for a winning presidential campaign. So. I mean, forget that that's a violation of some, like, I don't know, the Hatch Act or one of those acts or something. Like, you do not use taxpayer funds for your private, you know, campaign, <laughs> for, you know, development. And, um, you know, that was, she was looking to control the social social media through Facebook and the narrative for her election. I mean, it just, there's documentation of it, and it just kind of just doesn't get any more blatant than that. It was a specific agreement to develop a winning campaign on Facebook using algorithms and whatever else they could to assist. Yeah, well, uh, they didn't do too good of a job for it, did they? <laughs> yeah, well, you, we just outsmarted them, Evelyn. That's what it was. We were too crafty for those big corporate fat cats. <laughs> well, and right. So now and you know what? We were taking back with the narrative, me. like you said. Right. But with me, like on Facebook or Twitter, I don't ever post. I mean, everything I post is other articles and videos and things. I don't yeah. ever sit there and chit chat and, and say things that they could say are offensive. That I'm not well, did you it. see, um, you know, uh, Katie Johnstone? She's a very widely read uh, um, writer and uh, political commentator. She publishes every single day. And okay. she posted on Facebook, she's at the maximum number of friends and got many thousands of followers, um, reposted a an article from another publication, and her account was uh, suspended for a certain, for something, or she got some sort of um, penalty or whatever for that post. And she had posted it, made the post months ago or weeks ago. It wasn't even something new. Right. right. And they were using they- that as a reason to censor her. But, so, okay, and with them people, do they give them notice and say, well, I'm kicking you out for a week because you did this, and then you'll be back on or something? I mean, with me, I don't give any notice of anything. Reason. Yeah, no. they don't always give a reason. And that's what happened to me, Evelyn. I had two accounts. One was my personal and one was for the news agency. And 
Um, I tweeted about the Secret Service being incompetent for uh, losing that laptop with the floor plans at Trump Tower. Do you remember that? Right, right. And both of my accounts got suspended, and they would not respond to any. I I was like, what did I do? I didn't violate any of the regulations, any of the um, terms, and they would not respond. I, I couldn't get my account back up. And then I so couldn't you never... open a new account. And this was on Facebook? This was on Twitter. Twitter. So you've yeah. never gotten a new account there either? On Twitter? Well, I had to go through a um, the dark web to get the account. The dark web? Because <laughs> I think they blocked my IP. They blocked my phone and they blocked, I guess, my email addresses. Like any, I couldn't use anything to get on there, so I went through Tor. And that's how I was able to open the new account. <laughs> oh, so, you did. And they let you back on. Yeah, I don't think they know it's me or yet, though. They haven't figured it out anyway. So, anywho. Well, this, but, is, um, this you know, people are kills me because, right. you know, with all this breaking open, I mean, and especially the pedophile network, I mean, I've been working on that for three years straight, uncovering yeah. that mess. And, and now, you know, everything's breaking open. And they blocked me from reporting. Yeah. Well, Evelyn, just you know, look at the you know um, escalation in rhetoric around North Korea. That is, you know, again, remember when Donald Rumsfeld uh, lost those couple of trillion dollars in the Pentagon, and suddenly you know the twin towers are falling, right? So right. now that Clinton is being exposed for, you know, her true corruption and all the individuals around her that have enabled this corruption and reinforced the system of corruption, like, you know, James Comey and Robert Mueller and Rod Rosenstein and, you know, the the list goes on. It's Loretta Lynch, Eric Holder, Cheryl Mills. Andrew McKay, it looks like this woman, Lisa Page, who was having an affair with Peter Strzok or whatever his name was, who was in charge of the dossier investigation, they were having an affair, but she was planted by Andrew McCabe, and I think she was there to ensure that Peter gave them the outcome that McCabe wanted, which was to, you know, validate the dossier when in fact I don't know if you saw that the FBI even admitted that they never verified the information that was in it. They never attempted to. Yeah. And, and, this and, and they're ready to, take, to go to war with Russia over it. Right. I mean, and this goes and, on and on and on. Yeah, and and oust and this was an this was a coup attempt. It was an attempt to oust an American, a legitimately elected president, based on false information. That was it was a conspiracy to do it. It took many people to do to pull that off, and the cooperation of mainstream media. Right. So. Um, I mean, this, they have a lot to hide, and what? And now that you know, um, I don't know if you saw over the weekend. Uh, was it Grass? Maybe um, Devin Nunes, and I think it was Grassley. There were some people demanding information. There were developments just Saturday morning where. Uh, 
that allowed for the head of the House Intel Committee, I think that's Devin Nunes, and he demanded information on Rod Rosenstein and Andrew McCabe um, regarding their activities and keeping these, this Peter and Lisa on this case when Peter was tweeting out and posting about anti-Trump um, things and they were texting each other and they were both pro-Hillary. So they had absolutely no business working on that case and that was never disclosed, so they were both removed from it. But, you know, it's just ludicrous the idea that they tried to cover up that. I mean, it, it really does go on and on and on. So I think that they, they have to be getting very nervous and uncomfortable. Not necessarily, I don't think still that they necessarily believe that anything will come of this, but it's really very, very irritating to them, and they want it to stop. And you, we saw that they would, you know, kill thousands and thousands of innocent people in order to avoid jail time, so why not, you know, a few million Koreans? Right. If it right. protects take, them. Yeah. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, to start that, to, to start this war so that to distract from what's being disclosed and revealed. Well, yeah. it, I don't take, see, I know all these distractions. You know, when they, when they bring up this Korea bit, you know, I know it's a big distraction. And I don't pay any attention to it. You know, you do. I don't, you know, and I tune it right out. And it's the same thing like with this um, Roy Moore down there in Alabama. You yeah. know, um, it, you know um, he's been accused of so many things. and all. I have not read one story on that Roy Moore. And now a study came out um, in the media just, uh, I think, just today I found it, by Media Research. And they said that um, the the... Partisan coverage to sex scandals. ABC, CBS, and NBC displayed favorability towards Democrats in the month of November by covering Republican sex scandal twice as often as Democratic. And they gave all this time to the Roy Moore, you know. Right. But as far as uh, they gave, okay, it says here that um, they spent a total of six hours and 40 minutes covering sexual harassment and assault scandals from November 1st to November 30th. Nearly two-thirds of that coverage was spent on sex scandals involving Republicans. The allegations of molestation against Roy Moore dominated ABC, CBS, and NBC, with the networks giving the story four hours and eight minutes of coverage. Meanwhile, allegations wow. of harassment and groping against Al Franken that broke a week later only got one hour and 14 minutes. And John Conyers, accused of several former staffers of harassment, received only 46 minutes of coverage in the same time. Wow. Isn't that unbelievable? Now, I don't like Republicans either. I don't like any party. (laughs) Right. I don't don't like any of them. But the idea is, you know, that that is so insane. There's clear bias. Absolutely. And that's all I've seen all week was headlines because I research constantly. Roy Moore, Roy Moore, Roy Moore. You know, yes. and and, that's and really I just view that as a big distraction. Yeah. yeah. And so the, then the ones in Congress that should be getting kicked out and everything, they give this little bit of coverage to. Yes. You know, well, this, also the fact is, is that slush funds, taxpayer money being used to get to buy them get-out-of-jail-free cards 
for committing crimes that the rest of us would right. go to jail for. They're using taxpayer money and not disclosing this. That is an absolute outrage. They're criminals. And they're, you know, in some cases, felons if they've raped a woman or, or a man. Well, no one... I'm sure men have been assaulted, too. Oh, sure. It's sure. I mean, no, no down I, here now, like, like the, um, yeah, I don't know about um, in Congress, but I'm sure that there there are men, in, there are probably men involved in that. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's more than a few gay uh, officials, and, um, you know, you all, you don't have to be gay to be a pedophile either, so. It's just, no. It's, I, uh, I, I really, I think they've, they've got to be uncomfortable with what's going on. We saw, and now we've seen, you know, the opium um, manufacturing plants have been destroyed. Like, a lot of this, the money that has fueled the the network that allows these people to continue their crimes are getting destroyed, which is really good news. So, I mean, I and they seem to be turning on each other quite a bit. Did you see Hillary um, was quoted as saying that she, in response to what happened with Matt Lauer, remember how angry she got at him? for pushing her on the email um, issue, I believe it was. And right, she right. apparently blew up, and that's when she called Donna Brazil like the, you know, brain-dead water buffalo or something, whatever yeah. it was that she said to her. Yes. And um, so Clinton had always wanted to um, make Matt Lauer pay for that. And so she was being interviewed and asked about it. And she said, you know, I believe in karma a little more every day. And it's oh. like, oh, that evil. Oh, really? Because oh. you're going to be, I mean, I, I pray that she feels her karma. I was like, could not believe it, the arrogance of that group. That's why I think, you know, they, they fully expect to still get away with all of this. I, I I am sure they have no doubt in their mind that they'll get away with it, but it's just going to, we're making it a lot of work for them and it's annoying to them at this point. Well, people say they may have to resort to like attacking North Korea or something in order to put an end to it. Mm Mm-hmm. And people say that she's, she's ready to leave the country at any minute. And of course they've got all these private jets and stuff to fly them out of here. Yeah. You know, but why but why why aren't there arrests already? I mean, my God, Weinstein and Stacy have been accused by numerous people of outright rape. Why are they still walking around free? I really uh, you know, Evelyn, it's just par for the course. I mean, we see over and over and over again this dual justice system. Look at Michael Flynn, General Michael Flynn, and what he's great. You know, he's being pro- he was being charged for lying to the FBI. How many hundreds of times have we seen Hillary Clinton lie to the FBI and, and yeah. have it well documented that she lied to the FBI? Over and oh, right. over and over again she has, and yet she still has not been charged. But Michael Flynn failed to recall something correctly, and he's forced to plea to charges because 
he's about to lose his home. Yeah. For, for I was listening to it. Because of the money, the cost of, of defending himself. Oh, I know it. I was listening to a show yesterday that Jason Goodman had on Crowdsource the Truth um, with, with an FBI whistleblower. You probably know her. I can't remember her name right offhand. And she was Robin describing Britt. that. Yes, how they destroy you by running up yes. these legal fees and stuff. They just bankrupt you. And I sat here and I thought, you know, I've been sued once by a war profiteer, uh, by a, a, an Iranian war profiteer for $23 million back in, uh, well, I think it must have been 2009 probably. And um, and it cost, just to get it dismissed, it cost $40,000. Well, I'm, I'm in that position too, Robert David Steele. He's a CIA. He's, he's running a CIA operation, and he sued me, and I, you know, now I'm $8,000 in just trying to get a totally bullshit lawsuit dismissed. Right, right. Well, well, I lucked out because it was they sued Counterpunch too. Counterpunch had ran the article, and they had insurance. So I was just gonna, I was just gonna do it alone. But, um, but they responded with the same exact information I gave them, like the answers to interrogatories and stuff. You know, with the exact answers in the paperwork I gave them. I mean, I could have did it alone, but, but uh, they said, oh, just come with us. You know, we'll we'll cover yeah, you too. Yeah, well, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, see, that's a good but now you're in it alone, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she was describing it, in, in, and I can imagine. And they know this when they do this, when they come at you. Yeah. The other thing, the, Evelyn, that is really critical about the Michael Flynn case to understand is that, you know, Brian Ross reported that these meetings took place during the campaign. When in fact, and, and that's the only period during which um, Mueller has authority to investigate, by the way, was during the, not after the election, before the election, because supposedly there was collusion, and that's what he's supposed to be looking for. Well, these meetings took place after the election. Brian Ross, really? they, ABC had to issue a retraction, and in fact, they suspended Brian Ross for a month without pay over this. And the, it happened December 16th, I believe, are the dates. It's mid-December. And uh-huh. so these, it is being totally spun by the mainstream media as something entirely different than what it is. And, you know, what Michael Flynn pled right. to was more of a technicality, I think, just to put an end to all of this because he's being bankrupted by it. Right. And didn't but they the, go after his son the, or threaten to go after his son, too? Um, that I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, because his son is very outspoken as well. Right, right, and, right. He's, he's tweeted you know, a lot about Pizzagate, his son. Yep. Yep. When, well, the other thing about General Flynn that has, you know, Mueller going after him and targeting him in ways that are totally, he's completely violated the mandate of his special counsel because, He's supposed to be one of the things that comes out of this also that the mainstream media is not reporting and is confirmed yet again, as was the information about who funded that PP dossier, which was Hillary Clinton through the DNC and Perkins Coy, the law firm that, you know, has all kinds of legal issues of its own. Um, uh, Oh, gosh, now I forgot what I was going to say. Um, that well, but, but, with the, but oh, Hillary funded that. 
Yeah, Hillary funded the dossier in the first place, which totally discredits it. And then second, um, the uh, oh gosh, she she now they're saying this whole thing is proving that there was no collusion because what they charge he has nothing to charge Trump with. He's charging General Flynn with lying to the FBI. What has that got to do with Russia collusion? And he's charging him with a crime that occurred after the election. Oh, this is all so insane. I, I just can't even believe this is going on. Yeah, and, and of course you will not hear from the mainstream media that, that is, you know, what they're doing is only proving that the Russia collusion actually was Hillary Clinton's collusion, not Donald Trump. Right. But, exactly. Um, Everything she's accused the Trump campaign of doing, they have done yeah, that's exactly right. And I don't know if you saw the pedestrian group folded as of November 15th. They they shut down because it was the pedestrian group was taking um, lobbying fees from pro-Russian Ukrainian interests during the campaign and during all you know this whole Uranium One thing. Right, right. It's just, you know, and of course the mainstream media is not reporting on that. They're just digging themselves in deeper, though, because now there's a precedent for charging someone for lying to the FBI, which now, how can how can anybody complain if, um, if Jeff Sessions charges somebody in the Obama administration with lying to the FBI, right? They've done right. it now to Flynn. And then, uh, you know, again, they show a little bit more of their um, their corruption every time they make a move to cover up because this, again, just reinforced the truth that there was no collusion between Trump and Russia. And, in fact, the collusion was in the... Obama administration. So now we sh- we have proof that Andrew McCabe was, uh, you know, tied to the Peter's um, stroke or whatever his name is, and that he was uh, very actively attempting to create, fabricate a narrative in order to oust Trump. Right, and they do this right out in the open where everybody can see it, and and all of us see it, and nothing we can do can stop them. Yeah, as that has been the case. One, some, one development this morning was that Mueller and Comey have had a major um, fallout. This was reported by True Pundit, and I don't know if you recall, but uh, Comey has referred to Mueller as his mentor at times. I mean, they're, they, uh, they together have been you know, really critical in protecting the Clintons oh, since the 90s, at least. And um, word is through True Pundit that, uh, that Mueller is now 
backing away from any immunity guarantees that Comey has been operating under and which were provided to him so that he could speak freely to Congress and elsewhere and not be held accountable. And but he and so he went and he did all of that and now apparently Mueller is saying, uh, actually, you know, those immunity guarantees I'm not honoring them. And he's not obligated to apparently. Oh, he said that. I've seen a headline about that, and that's what it was about? He's not going to honor them? It doesn't look like it. That's what um, True Pundit is indicating. I mean, it's raw intel, so Mueller could always change his mind and not right. and choose to do something else. Um, but yeah. that's, it, you know, I'm wondering if all the heat that, because once Robert Mueller got outed for his role in Uranium One, and then right. people started digging more, and Sabelle Edmonds came out, you know, swinging with the Gulan Network information, and right. people started understanding that. And then they started going back to 9-11 and his role in covering up what happened in 9-11. And then you go back to the anthrax um, framing of an innocent man that he played a role in. <laughs> so, I mean, Mueller is as dirty as it gets. And not only was he instrumental in pimping the uranium around the globe to set up those rat mines, he was invested in hedge funds that benefited from those invest in from um, that deal. That these hedge funds had ten million dollar minimum investments. I have been in banking and a corporate executive for 30 years, and I've made a lot of money, but I do not have $10 million that I can no? free for me to invest in a freaking hedge fund, because that means you have to have probably 50 or 60 other million dollars somewhere else. You wouldn't be qualified to invest all of your assets in such a high-risk instrument. So... Um, what that tells you is that you know something is seriously wrong with that picture, and that's it's actually the one part of the story that really isn't getting any coverage. Even no, it isn't. I mean, that's the that is but, huge. Where, yeah. yeah, where would he get? Where's all these members of Congress and everything have all this net worth, millions of dollars net worth? Yes. Where did they get this money? Exactly, Evelyn. Like I said, I've been, I've worked in investment banking, the capital markets my entire career. And 30 years, I, I have served, you know, at the highest level in corporate offices, and I do not have $10 million to invest in a hedge fund. <laughs> oh, wow. This is so, so crazy. Um, yeah, it, it, but, but again, you know, it just keeps the conversation going. I think we're seeing people get real, real traction here, and you can see the immediate response now because that new piece of intel came out Saturday morning, and by Saturday afternoon, that that letter had gone out from the House Intelligence Committee demanding the um, records on this that had been refused before and illegally. They're not allowed to. Uh, um, a request for records under um, the same 
premises that they can a FOIA request, which is what they were using. And so they had until 5 o'clock at the end of day today uh, to produce this information, and it will be very, very interesting to see what happens. And we are getting very clear feedback that our efforts, like yours, and the people who follow you and are asking questions and sharing information and demanding answers are getting results. I mean, we don't know how this is going to play out, like you said. I mean, we can't elect our way out of a race system. We no. can't. We are just the system is completely broken at this point. And, uh, you know, so that really doesn't leave us very many options. And, you know, the public pressure, we're getting, you have a few people in Congress that are still willing to fight for us. And I think they are emboldened. Like when they have large groups of people behind them, I mean, think of the ones who have been assassinated just in the last five years, Evelyn, who have been prepared to uncover Pedo Gate. And, you know, who is the woman from Georgia? Which she very recently, she and her husband were assassinated. And she was yeah, getting ready to testify. Right, um, right. So I, I think, you know, they really needed us to step up to the plate, too. And, and that, I believe that's really happening in a way that we've never seen before and is, is empowering them to really make yeah. a difference. I think we've got a shot at, at, at putting an end to it. I honestly do. Well, I don't, I don't think – well, I think there's a lot of people like me. We are not going to sit here and let these pedophiles and perverts keep running this country. No, those people in Congress that have paid off these settlements, paid off these victims, they need to go now. Yes, you know. Yeah. And what do they keep in NIC this week? Uh, there was John Podesta and Hillary out there in talks talking about PizzaGate again, discounting it or trying oh, to. Oh yeah, John got mad though. Did he? He like flew off the handle about it. You know, oh, yeah. normally. He's pretty cool about just dismissing this stuff. It's pissing him off now. They're scared. They're scared. Yeah, yeah this, was a, this was a student, I think a junior at a college, that asked him a question that really got him yeah. mad. Yeah, and the, I thought she did a great job in asking the question. She wasn't being, she wasn't attacking him. She was asking a legit no. question. Well, right. He never responded you know, and, to it. Exactly, and 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 he just called it bullshit and stuff. Yeah, you know why doesn't he sit there and explain to people what those emails meant? Those pizza emails. Yeah. What was it about? It's, what is all that yeah. about? What's yeah. your cooking? Why do you like it? You know. Yeah. And explain where what you're going to have that, that party where the house? where <laughs> the parents and they're going to send three little kids to put in the pool for you to entertain yeah. yourselves with. I yeah. mean, this is so insane that, uh, and then they come out. Now I'm looking at this story here, Terry McAuliffe. Now him. Now they're putting out headlines. Oh, he's probably going to run in 2020. That'll be the day. Wow. Now him and him and right uh, him and he's, being, he's under. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like no, him under and, investigation right now, isn't he? Well, him and Tony Rodman, Hillary's brother, now are being sued over this green card investment scam they're involved in. Group of Chinese investors suing him and and Hillary's brother, and they say they were defrauded out of seventeen million in cash for green card scam. Wow! They, they That's how all these um, terrorists are getting into the U.S. 
They alleged that um, McAuliffe and Rodman exploited 32 investors by promising to leverage political connections to ensure that their visa applications will get to the top of the pile and then be approved. And the green cards were granted as part of the program, and they and they had to pay over five thousand dollars each. In American company, they had to invest over five thousand dollars. So what they did was invest. They paid five hundred sixty thousand each in two thousand twelve and two thousand thirteen to invest in Green Tech, an electric car company controlled by McCulloch and Rodman. <laughs> wow. You know what though? You know what? Why? You know what pisses me off about that? Okay. So it's only a big deal because rich guys got ripped off. Okay, first yeah. of all, right? Yeah. If these were poor people, nobody would give a shit. Second, right. you mean to tell me that these guys invested their millions into this company and didn't do their due diligence to figure out it was a scam, and now they want their money back? You want to tell me yeah. they invested that money not expecting lots of favors? Well, sure they and now they want their paper. money back. Yeah. Because they didn't do their homework and due diligence. It's sort of right. like, you know, they just ripped off the wrong people. And that's, that's what happens is these guys get so greedy that, you know, they scam the wrong scam artist. <laughs> it kind of it gets them all in trouble. And I hope that's what happened because... You know, Terry McAuliffe is under investigation, I believe, because of those donations that went to his wife's campaign from Hillary Clinton's people. Went to, to, to um, McCabe's wife's campaign. I mean, to McCabe's wife. Right, right. Terry McAuliffe is already involved under- in that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so then that's what I mean. Well, I get so annoyed when I'm, I'm researching and I run across these headlines. Oh, Terry McAuliffe's thinking of running in 2020. Wow, like, that, that's his that's his gift for for um, laundering that bribe money. Yeah, is, yeah. is he gets the Democratic Party will get behind him to run for office. I bet that was the right. issue. In 2020, you can have your run for you know right. for and now, office. And then, right, motherfucker, right. I swear. But this is, I know. And then I was looking up, and you know that in this WikiLeaks said that. President Obama's entire cabinet was handpicked by that Saudi prince. That uh, by who? By that by that Saudi prince. Oh yeah, Ali. Well, he was yeah from Citicorp. He was the Citibank investor that got bailed out by American tax dollars <laughs> after oh. 2008 crash. Yeah, Ali. Yeah, he, he got I think 20 billion, 25 billion dollars of tax American taxpayer money. To bail him out of city bank. Yeah, yeah. And no, then he picked no, Obama's cabinet. He had picked Obama's cabinet, and that's how he got bailed out. And then he was also um, Obama's sponsor through Harvard Law School. I don't know if you knew that. Oh no, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. All the way and back then. By, yeah, it goes all the way back then. Percy Sutton. Uh, did an interview where he discussed his relationship with Al Waleed's primary 
advisor who asked Percy Sutton to uh, arrange for Obama to apply the, uh, to, to, to get um, like references or something like that for Obama to get into Harvard Law School. And they came from, from Percy Sutton on behalf of all of them. Yeah, yeah. And that's how he got into Harvard. So Where the hell did Obama come from? That is a very, very good question. And somebody pointed out the other day, look at these guys, all these fatherless, you know, men who suddenly wind up in the um, White House. And I think the point being that they're easily corruptible. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I've seen his brother from Kenya came out and with the headline I, I saw, and I didn't read the article or listen to the tape, that there is a Hawaii in Kenya. There's a town well, or city. His, his brother produced a Kenyan birth certificate. I don't know if it's authentic, but it yeah. looks official. And then if you, there are, it's, it's the irony, like you said, they do this right in front of your face, and they actually rub right. it in your face out of, right. uh, you know, sheer arrogance. Well, the the birth certificate that was posted on the WhiteHouse.gov uh, website right. while Obama was president, if you simply downloaded that and did basic forensic uh, that you can just Google this type of software to do, you peel back any editing layers. Like, so right. when you... So each time it's edited and saved, that's a layer. And, and you have this software that can take off each of those layers from every time it's saved. Well, when you do that, you discover that the location of Obama's birth has been altered on the right. official birth certificate. You can't tell what it does say, but you can tell that it does not say <laughs> that he was born in Hawaii. And it right. is um, looped below the line that suggests there's a Y in the name of the country where he was born. Okay. Because it goes okay. below the line and they only um, they only took off the, the above the line. For that, right. or there's there's right. part of a letter where you can see like they didn't they only got a partial edit and they used part of the old word to make the new word. So I mean it, these are very basic things that you know kind of add up to a lot. And then the other really um, tricky piece of business around that was the woman who certified the. Hawaii birth certificate for Obama mysteriously died in a plane crash a few months later. Um, really? So, yeah, no joke. No joke. Well, I said so, about the fake birth certificate stuff that I knew it was fake. I mean, oh, years and years ago when they first, like you were talking, when, I they, did not. when they analyzed I, it and took it apart and stuff, you know. And I, and I didn't understand all the corruption that I know now back then when I knew that. But then I thought, well, the, the Republicans know this is fake and everything. And I thought, well, they'll just pretend like they don't. So then if they ever want to throw them out of office, they can just say, oh, we found out now. Right, right. But they, they, they were all part of the scam. I mean, it's, 
you know, if there's this, there's no, there's no, you know, Republican Democrat uh, representation. I mean, it's it's all the one percent, and they really could not give a shit less about you and me, and they're there to protect their own interests. Period. And there, again, there are lots of well-documented reasons why that happened, one of which is, you know, Savelle Edmonds exposing the FBI for being infiltrated by Israeli and Turkish spies, about which nothing was done when she blew the whistle. So, you know, people know they're there, yet they choose not to do anything about it. And then, you know, Indira Singh exposed the Pakistani ISI had infiltrated nearly every one of our military and intelligence agencies um, through a CIA software company cutout called PTEC. They were in the networks of the Secret Service, the Department of Defense, the FAA, the U.S. Navy. I mean, just, uh, the list goes on and on and on. The House of Representatives. They, they, we are governed by hostile foreign interests. That really is, and that is not hyperbole. Uh, it's not an analogy <laughs> of any kind. It's very literal. I, I mean, look at look at the legislation that's going through Congress now, criminalizing critical speech of Israel. Now you tell me who's in charge when you know you're prohibited from criticizing that right how can they do that it's because they have infiltrated our government i mean they they're spy and the the firing that sabelle edmonds uncovered was specifically to blackmail members of congress jen Schakowsky was the woman that she um had um, had ex- w- um, been exposed to when she was doing her work at the FBI. They were spying on Jan Schakowsky, and they caught her in a relationship with a woman. She's married and has a child, I believe. I know she's married to a man. Um, and they were using it to blackmail her. And you know she wasn't the only one. You know they're doing that to all all the members of Congress. They are in control. How the hell do you get a, get anyone behind a bill criminal, criminalizing speech critical of another country? Honestly, in what universe does that make any sense? Truly, even if it were even if it were criminalizing critical speech of the United States, that would be an outrage. Right. Right. Well, aren't there, aren't there members of Congress dual citizens with Israel? Well, I've heard that. I, 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 and I'm really interested in that because if it's true, uh, it's a really stunning. Um, well, that's I can go so. find it because there's there's um, charts all over the internet now. I've just seen them in the last few days um, where it, it gives the whole list, and 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 it's mostly Democrats. But they're doing really? citizens with Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that is wrong. Well, that our yeah, Congress but it also leads by... me... I'm sorry, Evelyn. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. 
It, it, it makes me wondering, you know, with Jared Kushner, where, you know, sort of what's going on in the Trump administration with our uh, Israeli relations, because Trump has been very uh, consistent, at least, in, at least as I've perceived. I mean, I may be wrong about this, but about wanting to broker peace um, in you know, among Israel and Palestine and wanting to see an end to that. And, but I don't know what that means exactly. I think he said that he thinks a two-state solution, which is still very pro-Israel, but it's actually not as pro-Israel as most of Congress, right? Right. Well, how can, so, how can anybody justify the slaughter of these Palestinian people that is going on well, it's and has been going on for years. I, it's the same kind of nonsense that we were fed about, you know, the Iraqi soldiers throwing babies out of incubators. It was a lie. That was not an Iraqi nurse giving that testimony. It was the 15-year-old daughter of a, a Qatari ambassador. It was a lie, just like the Iraqi WMDs were a lie. And the, the Assad gassing his people was a lie. It's all a lie, and, and it's just to further their own interests, and it's just for some reason, we are selected in what we choose to believe, you know. The people still who know that MSM is, you know, disputed propaganda, some people are still convinced by the North Korean narrative. But just as now, they're still duped by this whole narrative that Palestinian people don't love their children enough to stop being terrorists and, and therefore um, slaughtered by the Israeli people. Uh, so, I mean, and that's, you know, I, I, people I know and respect believe that, and it kind of blows my mind um, how willing one one can be to sort of, uh, embrace a narrative that sort of fits your own worldview, you know? Well, yeah, but but it's like, what is going on now with, you know, they're just killing everybody, like in Syria now. Aren't we still attacking in Syria when I thought we were supposed to be getting Israel. out there once and for all? Well, and the reason Israel, you know, is growing desperate is because, you know, Trump cut off the CIA from arming the the terrorists there, ISIS there, and so they're losing a lot of ground. Russia and um, Syria together are doing a great job of fighting off uh, the ISIS. And remember, Israel has illegally annexed the Golan Heights, and it was right. it has never been it has never been internationally recognized as legitimate. And in fact, Israel was. Um, under agreement, there was some something was going on where Israel was scheduled to um, to leave the Golan Heights, and instead, what they did was sell the oil rights to Genie Oil. Well, guess yeah. who owns Genie Oil? This was in 2013. They did this, and they even 
upset. They're quoted as saying that they decided to take advantage of the civil war in Syria and the chaos they created to make their move. So yeah, right. um, they, they sold the oil rights to Genie Oil. Well, guess who owns Genie Oil? Rupert Murdoch. Well, I know, but you tell my Jacob listeners. Rothschild. You tell them. Huh? Yeah, you tell my listeners. I know, but you know. Yeah, so Rupert Murdoch, Jacob Rothschild, Larry Summers of Goldman Sachs, um, former CIA director, Wolsey, Wolsey. and um, Dick Cheney is involved, and yep. who else? They're, they're, it's, it's all the people you would expect. And so yeah. they've paid for that oil illegally, mind you, but they've paid right. for it, and now they want to collect. And they're getting pissed off because uh, Syria's winning the war in its country, and um, Israel is being put in the position of being forced out of there. So they sent in their jets to, to bomb. Oh. Um, and you know how who paid for those jets and those bombs? Us taxpayers. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. Oh man. And these troops, like I heard that they they got triple the amount of troops in Syria that that uh, they were saying that we had. Oh, I'm Syria. sure they do. Remember I was just when? That yesterday. Uh, yeah, I I no doubt about that. Um, and well, I tell it, parents get your get your kids out of these. These wars, they are pawns. Yeah. I mean, they, they're they just in there as pawns, and they're just going to be slaughtered. And the thing is yeah. that they're committing genocide for these bastard corporations. And I'm not kidding you. I say all the time, I hope Putin and Assad bomb them off the face of the earth. These troops, these U.S. troops that are in there carrying out this genocide for these corporates to take over these countries. And they're doing it in... in, in United States now, this weather warfare that they're waging against us in this chemtrail spraying that they're doing every day, they're committing genocide on Americans now in their own country, our troops. Yeah, it's, no, it's it's just so wildly out of control. It's beyond belief. Yeah, um, the troops thought that they faced a lot when they came back from Vietnam. Wait to what they face when they come back from being genocidal maniacs for these bastard corporations in these countries and slaughtering all these people. And now they're doing yeah. it in the United States here. Yep, well, we're going to put a stop to that, Evelyn. <laughs> okay, yes, thank you so much, and let's get together and do that bit with Gab. Yes, okay, thank you so much, Chris. We'll see you next week if this is still going. Okay? Okay, Evelyn, thank you. Have okay, night. thanks, Chris. Okay, bye. Well, we'll see you next week, people. Uh, hopefully this will all unwrap and we'll be done with this mess. Thank you. Bye. I feel so 